What's up, guys? Welcome back to Average Takes. Me and Shinny in the house. We got our week 11 top 11. We got some review. Trevor, how'd you like this little weekend of football? It was obnoxious, if I'm being honest. Very shitty. Um, lots of upsets, lots of close games for some reason. Not a, not a lot of high-scoring games. Uh... A lot of a lot of nerves, a lot of nerves. Uh yeah, that's <laughs> that's for sure. Um this weekend definitely didn't go the way I expected. Um, no. we had a lot of close games. A lot, a lot of close games, you know. Um Bears Falcons. That was all the way down to the last two minutes. Justin Fields is an absolute stud, and I think Portnoy said it best for 58 minutes. <laughs> he's yeah, just, he just for 58 minutes. Those last two, he's lost. Like the clutch gene isn't there yet. I don't know if they don't want to win. Get better picks. Uh, I mean, that could be. I, I I think it's not there yet. I think that he has to grow into that. He has to do it once and then boom. Oh, I can do this. Because at Ohio State, I feel like he never had to do that, you know? He's blowing out teams. They're always blowing out teams in college. The NFL, like, those two minutes are the witching hour is the most important part of the day for some of these teams. I think it's the, the witching hour has become the most electric hour in football because so many games absolutely flip on a dime. Um, and... Is it just me, or do I hate how there is so many morning games and then the afternoon slate is three? Yeah. Like, there's too much action in the morning and not enough action midday. Because, I mean, we're at the Pacific time zone, I guess you could say. So it's three hours difference. The games, I mean, start at 10 a.m. So football is all day Sunday. But for there to be so many games at that, I mean, I guess it favors the East Coast so they don't have too many later games. But I'm more a fan of a balanced set. Yeah, for sure. I I would like to see, you know, five morning games, five middle games, one night game. (laughs) You know, like, that that makes sense to me. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, you're right, as in they're they're – Loaded completely backwards, in my opinion. Because the the witching hour um, that Scott Hansen so famously talks about is the last hour of the first slate of games, that morning slate from 12 to 1, our time. That is really like the most action-packed energy hour of the day because there are so many games and there is usually like still three to four every weekend that, are not even close to being done. Like the, the score could change any minute. So I love that. But then we get to the afternoon games and they put up some clunkers, dude. Like, I mean, yeah, they're just boring. They were boring. Like we had the Raiders Broncos Broncos failed to score 18 points for every game this season. <laughs> yeah. Boom. That's boring football. I mean, yeah, it goes to overtime and Raiders win it on a Devonte absolute cooked fucking route dude did you see ps2 yeah lost out there lost and ps2 has been became one of the best corners in this league i think patrick certain is top like top five 
Hey is just that dude. But like Devontae said, he ain't there yet. He ain't on my level yet. I mean, we all thought the Raiders could do this all year long, but <laughs> it just seems like that. I don't know that playbook. The everything is just weird over there. But that's still that was a boring game. And then we go to the Cowboys Vikings. This was a one sided game the entire way. Like from the very first drive, we saw the Cowboys play smash mouth football and they won forty three to three or something or forty to three. Yep, fire. Um, and then Bengals Steelers ended up being the best game of the afternoon slate. Yeah. Like, that was a game that was a high scoring. I mean, kind of settled off at the end. Like, we knew who was going to end up winning this game towards the very end of it. But it was still a really good game. Like, they were fighting back and forth. Um, Joe Burrow shows up. Showed up against the Steelers this week. Um, four tutties. I mean, that that's a have a day for you. I know he threw two interceptions. Um, and that's that Steelers defense. It's going to do that to you. Yep. Um, TJ being back only helps you guys out, but you know, that Bengals offense is dirty, bro. That that's back-to-back games that they just, I mean, 37 points versus Steelers defense. Ah, that's crazy to me. Because I mean, I mean, like I'll give this, I'll give the Bengals props. They did that to us last year, both times. Um, and their the way they attack their offense is built is the Steelers' weaknesses right now. Um, like I don't know, we beat the Saints a couple weeks ago, and they we stopped their run game, made Andy Dalton beat us. Andy Dalton can't beat us. Like when we get a W, Joe Burrow, we he, he likes to air that shit out. Yeah, you He's absolutely like, stop the run game. Like yeah, we have sixty-two have like wins. Yeah, they had a West Coast fucking offense going, and we can't stop that. He has the arm. He's good enough. He can make the plays. His wide receivers are still talented enough. I mean, the back of fucking running back had two catch, two receiving touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns. <laughs> that that's what I I looked at this and went, "What the fuck?" Because I, I mean, I, I could tell you, I kind of took a nap during this game a little bit. Um. So that kind of just stuck out like a sore thumb to me, seeing him have combined 82 yards and three touchdowns. Like, that's unreal to me. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't expect much out of the Steelers. And then putting up 37, keeping that game close, it's an interdivision game. That was a great game. But I would still like the NFL to even these games out. Like, there's no point to have a West Coast team fly to the east coast and play a morning game like there's no point why we're gonna have seven eight first like set of games and then two like last week two night games or two uh, evening games like i mean you're gonna be pissed you're gonna be even more pissed on this sunday yeah i that's just what i'm kind (laughs) of talking about it there's only one yeah this is exactly (laughs) why i'm talking about it i mean I do know it's Thanksgiving and Thursday night has three games because it's NFL's day, like Thanksgiving, you crush football, but uh, there's a bunch, there's a bunch of 1 PM games Sunday. There's four, two, one o'clock, two, one twenty-five. Oh, 
really? Yeah, sorry. Really? Your bubble. But like I'm saying, there's only there's one, two, three, four, five morning games. Oh, what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven morning games, actually. Everyone's <laughs> this week. No bye weeks this week. That's why. That's so that's stupid. NFL so there's bye weeks next week. Is there bye weeks next week? Well, I don't, my fantasy team's hurting, hurting bad. <laughs> yes, week thirteen. There's a fucking bye week. That's fucking why. Stupid. Um, but let's get into more of these games. Um, the Panthers Ravens game absolutely was terrible. Thirteen to three, like that was fucking. For horrible. for a second there, I thought Baker Mayfield was gonna beat them. I. I mean, for a second, I one, thought one point zero seconds. Yep. Yeah, that's that's about all you could give to that take. I thought for literally for one second, I thought Baker Mayfield was going to come back and win this game. Well, usually when someone says one second, they mean like thought it over for a little bit, but you legit mean one second. I'm very literal when I speak. <laughs> That game was atrocious. Okay, another game that was atrocious. Jets Patriots. Holy shit. That game was 3 to 3 with 26 seconds left on the clock. Punt Don't remind me. Don't remind me. No, what I want to talk about is how bad Zach Wilson is, dude. Cuz this Jets team is everyone seems like they are defensively at least kicking on all cylinders. Um the rest of the offense is missing a fucking quarterback. I just, after the reports today, when Robert Sala said Zach Wilson, I can't say he's going to start this week. <laughs> and you got Joe Flacco as your backup, and they're <laughs> considering starting Joe Flacco over you. Well, didn't they win? Probably pretty games? bad. They won a couple games with Flacco. Yeah, he's not. He's like the Colt McCoy backups. Yeah, like I, I mean, I don't. I know. mean, let's not forget he was a Super Bowl champion <laughs> at one point, and he's getting outplayed by Zach Wilson, Milf Hunter. No, Joe doesn't let that happen. Joe takes his job back, leads the Jets to the fucking playoffs. That's <laughs> what Joe's gonna do, and he's gonna think, "Oh, I got one more run in me. Let's let's go, That's all right. hands on deck." Yep, because because <laughs> Coach Sala is keeping the receipts. He knows what the fuck's going on. He's keeping the receipts. Gary V's keeping the receipts. They win this game with Joe Flacco. I, I'm gonna say it here. They win this game with Joe Flacco. That page. You see what uh, Booger McFarland said about Zach Wilson? What did he say? <laughs> he said because Zach Wilson's never felt adversity and he's never had to take accountability because he grew up rich. I'm, I understand what he's trying to say in that aspect because there is a true part of, like, mentality-wise of football. Like, some people use, like, that as fuel. Like, you know, their upbringing and their, you know, like, doing this for my mama. And, you know, she worked two jobs. And, like, that's what he's kind of saying. Like, use that as fuel. He Zach Wilson doesn't have any of that fuel. He was born yeah. rich, into money was given everything in life, like, oh, Zachy Poole, what do you want for Dintin? Fucks his mom's best friends. Fuck his mom's best friends. Like, his mom has hot friends. Fucks them. Like, are you, 
this kid has got everything they that he's wanted in life. He got drafted fucking what second overall in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Like this kid has been handed every single thing to him on a platter. I understand what Booger means in that aspect because what, what did he say after the game? The, I just the saw quotes. Asked, he said, no, the reporter asked him, do you feel bad for your defense on the way things happen tonight? And he said, no, <laughs> like you got to take accountability at some point, Zach. Like, yeah, this, what this loss is on me. I had 77 passing yards. This loss yeah. is on me. This is my fault. I could not get it done. Like, dude, some points you have to take accountability. Yeah. He has none because he's never been asked for anything. He's always given. Give, give, give. Like, you get this, Zach. Here you go. Here's a, what, BYU full ride, even though you're already rich? <laughs> you know, like, that's the, you know, like, the rich get richer that's what this kind of feels like in that situation where he's just been hand, you know, like the Johnny Manziel effect born rich, had money, got put on the bright lights, failed. Cause he didn't have the, like the will, the need, Great. you know, Great. like some people need that. They, they need that job. The NFL as a job to provide for their family. Yeah. Some of these guys have to pay for their entire family. All the cousins, the brothers, nieces, nephews. They have to support an entire family. Zach, on the other hand, never had that problem. Got to support himself. You know, it's all about him and his head. Like when that reporter asked, do you feel any like sorrow for the defense at all after they hold the Patriots to three points except a special team fucking pun at the end? Like he's on no. Like dog. <laughs> I know I'm sitting here complaining about the Jets, but that's embarrassing because this is a good team now. The Jets are a, a good team. Robert Sala has kept their seats, like you said, has built a strong defense. It's all getting fucked up by this 23-year-old MILF hunter. Damn right. You know, that's why Sala's like, yeah, I'm thinking about fucking the old dude on the bench. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, you let Joe, Sack- Joe Flacco start. The Jets are going to go to the playoffs, and I'm not going to go as far as say make a run, but they're going to make the playoffs if you start Joe Flacco. Kind of like the same situation over in New Orleans. You know, the Rams played the Saints. Saints ended up winning. Um, But Jameis Winston is a better quarterback on this team, is the best quarterback on this team. Was well, that clip that he said recent? Yeah, that was that was very that was after the game. <laughs> Boys in the locker room after a win, <laughs> fucking sad. <laughs> but I feel uh, bad for him because that is a real thing. Like, I didn't lose my job. I got hurt, came back, and to lose my job like that. It, you know how everyone talks about baseball's unwritten rules. Football yeah. has some as well, and that is an unwritten rule. If you get hurt, you come back, you didn't lose your spot. You didn't unearn your spot. You got injured. That's a part of the game. You come back. If that person beats you out, at the end of the day, they beat you out. But from from what we were seeing, it wasn't like that until this game. I mean, Andy Dalton looked really good against a, a Rams defense, who I consider decent. I mean, I didn't think Andy Dalton was good 
I mean, I guess the no. Rams lost um, Sam Brad uh, Stafford. I almost said Sam. Sam Bradford. Bradford. Yeah, what is what is me and all these names recently? They were the same helmet. That's why. Awesome law last week. Sam Bradford this week. Um, but the Saints end up winning. I know I'm talking down on Andy because it is fun watching Jameis. Like that's the only thing you get to take away from this is like, who do I want to watch on my TV every Sunday? I want to see Jameis Winston. I don't want to watch Andy Dalton. No. I want to see Jameis too. Andy Dalton in this league has came and gone. I've been very high on Jameis Winston ever since he's been uh, won the Heisman. Not the 30-30, but the Florida State run, the Heisman. He played baseball. He was a closer. Crab legs. Crab legs. All that got me. I thought he was a good player. And then I think it's very impressive to go 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in one year. No matter how bad that may sound, I think it's very impressive to do that. That means he's a gunslinger, and 50% of the time he threw a touchdown, and 50% of the time he got picked off. So that's yeah, kind of how I look at it. Flip of a coin, dog. Flip of a coin. 50-50 shot. Yeah. yeah, and so I think Jameis has a little bit of that in him, but when he's on the field, the Saints look bad. They looked bad. Yeah, and uh, I think the Taysom Hill situation that they were doing was actually working. Yeah, because it changed that whole like defense outlook. Like when Taysom's in, you got to be like, "Oh shit, run!" Then he would pass it or read option, you know. And then Andy Dalton would come and just sling the ball at them. Yeah, and That's I what, uh... the Rams were sleeping a little bit too much and not paying attention when the quarterbacks were transitioning. I don't know why that I I got fucked on that game. I, West I think... Coast going to an East Coast. I think I picked Saints in that one. Yeah, I did. Um, another yeah, right. a, a great game actually was Bills Browns. That ended up being a really nice game. Um, I almost forgot about that game. <laughs> yeah, you know that game is wasn't a snow day like we all expected. A little sad because we all woke up Sunday morning, and Buffalo New York was trending because all those players got up bright and early all snowed in did you see those videos yeah the uh i, I think thought they left talking there was there was fans helping a guy shovel his driveway out so he could leave yeah I in all see bill's that. gears bill's mafia that's that's lit actually like you go out there and you're gonna be like yeah let's get this man of the game Go to the ball game. Go to the ball game. Shuffling his driveway. Give him a a quick slap ass. Yeah. (laughs) Go get him, boy. Hey, man. If you if you're plowing my driveway, you earned that slap ass. Um, this, you know, I'm kind of a little excited for when the Browns get Deshaun Watson back. I don't think I'm allowed to say that, but. The fuck? <laughs> they're three and seven right now, and they are. It feels like they're in a lot of these games. Deshaun Watson is the Russell Wilson 2.0. He's just a bag stealer. You think so? Yep. I mean, I guess I'm totally wrong when I think they're in a lot of these games. Uh, no, they have one, two, three, four, five, six. At least six of their games have been one possession like score 
Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what Deshaun does. He might be back stealer number two of this league after we saw Russ. Um, but this Browns team, they have, they have good pieces everywhere. Everywhere you look, it, there's a, someone who's actually a good football player. Um, and they just look like the Browns of old right now with, um, their quarterback. I'm not a fan. Deshaun Kaiser, is that what his name is? What is his name? I'm just throwing names out there now. I have no idea. Oh, Jacoby Brissett. I'm just throwing names out there now. Um, but yeah, I didn't hear one thing you just said. Okay, good. Um, Jacoby Brissett ends up throwing for three twenty-four, three touchdowns. They still lose this game by eight points, but cover. How how does that happen? The Bills. Because they fucking throw a touchdown with 19 seconds left to the dude who I'm playing in fantasy, and he happens to catch the touchdown. And then I end up losing by six points in fantasy because of this bullshit touchdown that he caught with 19 seconds left. So fuck the Browns. Yeah, I mean, I. This only felt like they had to cover. Like, it was like the coach had a fucking million dollars on them to cover this game. Probably did. He needs to be investigated. He's a scumbag. <laughs> Probably does because with 19 seconds left when you're, I mean, I guess you, not really because you're only down by eight at that point. So it's not really that crazily. Um, but they were down by a lot that going into it. Down yeah. by 15 with two they get. left. So get when you go play Detroit, what you get? Um, Bills gonna stay there because they're playing Detroit next week on Thursday or this week actually. Yeah. Um, what other games we want to talk about? Lions upset the Giants. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know we all did we all take Giants on this one? It was a sweep. Yeah, probably. Um. As soon as the first quarter had ended, I follow this one one guy on Twitter who's a huge Giants fan. Um, and he just pointed out, like, how could you guys not see this coming? The Giants have a hard time keeping up on offense. So if a team's going to drop fucking a shitload of points, good luck. And that's what this game just kind of felt like for me. Like, yeah, the Giants are good, but – if you put a team who could score on them, like if this the season ends right now, Giants make playoffs, they easily lose, like by any team. Yeah. Because they don't score. Like they've been on the right side of a lot of games this year. And it seems like that could start like trending downwards. They're still stuck on <laughs> three years ago. They didn't have a, any what, number one wide receivers. They signed Kenny Galladay, trade Kadarius Tony. Kenny Galladay has been god awful. They still now have zero number one wide receivers. Did you see them actually actually like cheer for when Galladay got a catch? They went bananas in New York because he got one catch. It was a twelve yard like in, and him just getting a catch. They went bananas. But you know this this Giants team. I mean, this is a good season to build off of with your first year coach. Like I know we're only 11 weeks into it, whatnot, 
But this yeah. is a great season to build off your rookie head coach. You know, you had a lot of questions at quarterback. You had a lot of questions. I mean, this that roster is not that good at all. Like, I mean, if you look at their defense, it's like they've picked apart the band of who got released last. Like, yeah. it's a lot of guys who are like the Orioles of yeah. MLB. Yeah, kind of. Like, th- like this year. Yeah, Orioles have played great all year until the end. And I definitely see the Giants doing that type of thing this year. Uh, but look for them to build off of this and go get wide receivers. Go draft a wide receiver, OBJ maybe. Go get them returning. I I don't know. They just they definitely need to help out Vanilla Vic. That's all I gotta say. Dude, he went to Duke. He went to fucking Duke. Call him Coach K Junior. Vanilla Vic is his new nickname. It's Man. it's already it's trending before I'm even talking about it. So. No, I never heard of that in my life. You never heard him called Vanilla Vic? No. No. I heard it on the pregame before. And that was a cap, but I've definitely heard it a lot. I think that was the name of uh, his, one of his dogfighting rinks. Oh, really? It's exactly why I'm calling him that, because he's a dog. Biggest dog on the pound. We're talking a lot about the Giants, but the Lions did win this game. You know, their running back situation, they got over there in Detroit. Very nice. That one-two punch, Jamal Williams, D. Swift. Very nice. But are they going to use D. Swift? No. They're going to use fucking Jamal and Jackson. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson, former Charger. You're kidding me, right? Like, I'm reading this wrong, right? D. Swift did not only have five carries. No, he did. And he only had three catches. And there was 37 carries, so he missed out on 32 carries, you're telling me? Yep. See, there's something wrong here. There's <laughs> absolutely something wrong there. And I honestly think D. Swift is just as, like, power back as Jamal Williams is like those one yard touchdowns that Jamal Williams is getting could very well easily be DeAndre Swift yeah D Swift could have 11 touchdowns right now yeah like I mean I'm not mad about it because I drafted Jamal Williams in every league but I do have D Swift in one league and he's absolute garbage right now like it's like that's a bench roll you get one tutty in 20 yards like you're the third string running back who had a good game like I mean, yeah, this offseason, this offseason is definitely going to be good one for the Lions because they have some pieces to move now. D Swift is a guy you could certainly trade because one, running backs do not last forever. Two, he's already injury prone running back, and three, he does not seem like he wants to be there. When I watched Hard Knocks, he seemed like he had no energy. Was like against the coaches, like had a big head. And it seems like that's what they're doing now. They're telling him like, you're not that good. We do not need you. You know, they rushed him. What a combined 10 times in the last two games. Treating him like glass. I mean, he had five carries this game. They won. He had six carries last game. Oh, what they won. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, oh, and then let, let's not forget the Lions are on a 
a three-game winning streak. Oh, he had two carries that game. So I'm starting to build something up here. <laughs> they just don't like because him he did. And yeah, he he, he did ahead. go off. He did go off though when in their losses like early in the year, 150 plus rushing yards. Like he was, he was having himself a day. And then now he's not doing a shit, and they're winning. He has 13 carries in three games, and the Lions are three and zero. When would you ever expect to say that? Never. Swift is a uh, was a first round pick in a lot of drafts, fantasy wise. He is like a solid back. 13 carries yeah. in three games. Oh, he's for sure. He's good, and he's team. He's for sure is gone because a team's gonna trade for him. Yeah, and the Rams absolutely kill it. The Rams are gonna trade for him. Rams could trade for him. I mean, a lot of teams could, but he's a guy who I I expect to absolutely kill it on a new roster next year. Yeah. Well, I heard a report saying the Rams will do anything they can to not rebuild. So they'll they will reload as much as they can until they can't anymore. Makes sense. I could see them going yeah. to Swift. I mean, why yes, not? I know. United with Stafford. I right after the deadline, I don't remember if it was part of my take or another podcast that I was listening to, but someone came out and said that is it Crunky? Sam Crunky's their owner. Crunky, yeah. Crunky, whatever. Um, he is addicted to trading picks. Like he's sitting there, like he offered the Panthers two first round picks for Brian Burns, outside linebacker. That would have been the craziest trade I think I've ever seen. Two first-rounders for an outside linebacker? <laughs> I've seen so much more go for so much less. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins was traded for David Johnson, who hasn't played football since. He's like, actually got snaps today. <laughs> I know. I'm messing around. Uh, but, like, it, the significance of the trade, though, if you think about it, D-Hop's played a lot of football and has been – on the front Electric, of a lot of catches yeah. and touchdowns. Yeah. And where's David Johnson's been? Retired. Yeah. Just got signed. <laughs> Missed a 10 weeks of this season. Um, We got one more game to I talk heard, about. I heard that Crunky is absolutely addicted to trading picks. And teams are actually, like, hanging up the phone saying, like, you need help. <laughs> like, no. That's what I, That was a uh, rumor that I heard. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but that is funny that teams that, are saying no. If, yeah, I, like, if, I'm the, if I'm the other team, I'm saying, send it. Let's go. But, I mean, you have to think about it. What I don't know when those two picks were. Was it like, I'll give you 2028 and 2029 first-round picks? How uh, would you I, I still would accept that. I mean, you're not going to be the GM then. They <laughs> won't be able to rebuild. They <laughs> won't be able to rebuild. Ever. I mean, especially how bad they are right now. Um, yeah, because Stafford won't play forever. No, he could retire in like a year or two. This year, they're saying he got knocked out con- with of the game with concussions, both game back to back. Yeah, I don't know. So he's out. John Wolford season. I feel bad for that. Is that a little bit of a sticky situation? Are we are we calling the Rams and going, "Hey, buddy, time to get your papers out. You're getting audited." He was off the protocol Friday night. Oh, Monday morning, he's back in the protocol. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. Like, did you guys do the correct tests? NFL, 
Time to start cracking down on these teams for this shit because if players are going to come back in 20 years and try to sue the NFL for CTE, you got to be like, well, hey, buddy, we tested you. You said you were okay. We said you were okay. Like, I don't know. They got to do more things. Like, maybe if you leave a game for a concussion, you're automatically out the next week. Yeah. And, and like, it's probably going to get to that point eventually. It's going to be a two week out minimum or something like that. You know, like MLB does 10 days. Yeah. You're on the 10 day IR. Sorry. COVID, COVID dial. You know, basically because the concussions are a real thing in the NFL. Last year, I felt like we kind of got out of the concussion realm. It felt like for the first time in a couple years, like we weren't buried in like, oh, concussions and quarterback health and all this stuff. And now, like, seems like one game a weekend, I see someone get KO'd right now. Yeah. Cracked. Cracked. Like, bad. And so I think that is definitely something that the NFL is going to have to take a look at. Or in 10 years, we won't have NFL. We're going to have, you know, it's going to go back and I'm going to be watching freaking chicks in bikinis play football. The the KFL, the Kid Football League. No. I'm watching chicks in bikinis. (laughs) Um, There's still one game we haven't talked about yet. I've probably been avoiding it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. You've probably You're been avoiding wearing it. red. I'm wearing a Chargers hat. Are you kidding me right now? Um, but Travis Kelsey, um, confirmed very good at football. Also confirmed, no one can guard him on the fucking field. Also confirmed, nobody on the Chargers could guard him. It's exactly, nobody it, on the field. Yeah, like versus Chargers, at least a hundred percent of the time. Um, my group chats were going off this game. Um, because I was saying how Travis is top. Like I, I think at the end of the day when he retires, it's gonna be Travis and Gronk one, two, two, one. I don't know which order you want to put that in, but and he's also a Charger killer. Like they, they were putting up stats like he doesn't kill the Chargers. He averages sixty yards a game his entire career, and the first eight years. He didn't have more than 25 yards in a game or something like, I don't know. He averages like 60 yards a game versus Chargers his whole career as a tight end. That's bonkers to me. Yeah, he's pretty fucking good. It was fun. It was a fun game to watch. And Patrick Mahomes is great because at the end of the game, when the Chargers are covering everyone, what's he going to do? He's going to roll out and get the first down. He's going to throw a couple jukes and – it's going to get the first down. Like he, that offense is still really good and they're just very smart. They don't even run routes really. Like Kelsey just gets open. Um, They're, they're very, uh, yeah. I like that about them. They just make up routes. I like that. They have a great, like it reminds me so much of Philip and Antonio Gates back in the heyday when Gates would have like a tree of routes you could run on this play. Like you, yeah. here's four routes. If you want pick one. And that's what it seems like, but Kelsey still has more like free because he's more athletic than Antonio Gates was, but he just could just cut and stop on a dime. And it's very hard to play defense in this league and to cover people. And right now, Travis just reminds me of a prime Gronk. That's just what he reminds He's in his bag and he's hard to stop every night. If you stop him, congrats. Cause that's a little dub itself. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he had three fucking touchdowns. I don't know what else to say. He's 
he's the best tight end in the league, and he has been. Every everyone wants to argue like one a guy pops off for a year, like oh Mark Andrews, oh Kittle, like Kelsey's here year in and year out every fucking night, dude. Doesn't get hurt like fucking Iron Man out there. Him and his brother. I don't think his brother has missed a game in his entire career. Like it's yeah. it's crazy. Crazy how some people have like no luck with injuries and some people have like a ton. Oh, the look. No, but um, Chargers look like they're gonna win there for a second, right? Chargers look like they can win every game to me. Something goes on with their offense and after uh, halftime. Um, I don't know if there's zero adjustments being made. I I, I agree with you because when I'm watching these the last two Sunday night games that I watched, right out of the fucking gates. Boom, touchdowns. We're scoring first drive. We get the ball. Justin Herbert looks good. Spiral's looking great. Arm looks good. Receivers are catching the ball. Well, Except- let's not forget, Mike Will has one catch. No, yeah, fuck, fuck him. I don't want to talk about him. I, I do want to talk about it because we talked. We we're talking it's about why fragile, the changed. I mean, fragile little bitch. One series, and he's off the field. Yeah, and all I heard during the pregame. Mike Williams said he feels 200%. He's going to have a great game today. He's excited to be out there. Yeah. So, so me being a fantasy owner of Mike Williams, Sunday night football, of course I'm going to start him. I'm going to watch my guys eat on Sunday night football. I don't care the outcome. I'm just going to watch my guys eat. Gets one catch. I'm like, okay, it's going to be a good game. You know, early first drive of the game. I think it was the first catch of the game for the Chargers. He catches the ball. Five minutes later, Mike Williams is questionable with a ankle sprain. It's the same ankle that he just said I feel 200% on, and he didn't even get tackled. He just got pushed out of bounds. Yeah, like it. You're a f- scumbag. It's, um, there's a couple more things the Chargers do wrong. I mean, like the prevent defense at the end of the game, like, dude, the fuck is going on? Uh, the second half, like, it seems like the Chargers get a lead and play prevent, and then that pre- fucking prevails to a loss. Like that's what that you guys should look at your your coaches like decision making when it's in certain games because he was all analytics his first like year or whatever two years and now it's like he feels with his gut and he's always wrong. Well, the first year I think I think you're backwards. I think the first year was all gut, and then the last game, last fucking play of the year, he went gut and it fucked him. And everyone all off season was saying. Well, Staley, you got to start. You can't go for it on fourth down every time because the games we lost last year to not make playoffs, we went on fourth down on the wildest occasions. Like, own 30, own 40, like 20 yard line. Like, dude, you got to punt it sometimes and just say, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm sorry we couldn't get it done on offense, defense. Go fucking get me the ball again. It's, again, like, it's like no trust in his defense. And then this year, we don't go for it on fourth down. And Stanley, Staley's calling all the plays on defense. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what the fuck happened from year one to year two. The team is better this year, but was coached better last year. That's what's unreal to me is that, like, the we didn't – we I don't know. I mean, it's the Chargers. It's the same old Chargers at the end of the day. They lose the close ones. Uh, they also lose the games they shouldn't. Like the, that's just the Chargers. It's the, a life of being a Chargers fan. Um, it's honestly, it's 
It's what it is. You know it. You were a Chargers fan at one point. You it's no, life. I have no. I don't. I have no like recollection of yeah, that I'm feeling. But, you get away with um, that. The group um, chats and stuff were funny though. Yeah, it, just how like promising everyone felt, and then it, knowing it's gonna lose, and then they do lose. It's <laughs> it's just silent. No one's talking no more. Nobody's. I didn't. I anything. didn't look at uh my messages after the second half. Like I, I, I just that. knew where the game was going. It was just built up for the Chiefs to have a nice little comeback, and they did. That's what they do, and that is why I have them number one this week on my <laughs> week whatever top whatever. Um, no Roman, so I'm I'm just gonna bully through my list and let you bully through yours, and we could argue back and forth after. All right. Um, I got Chiefs one too. Okay, I'm just gonna bully all eleven, and you go all eleven, and we argue why we hate each other. Oh, okay. All right, we'll do it a little different because no Roman this time. Um, my list: top week eleven, top eleven week, whatever top whatever. Going Chiefs one, Eagles two, Bills three, Dolphins four, Forty ers five, Cowboys six, Vikings seven, Ravens eight, Titans nine, Giants ten. And sneaking in at number 11, Tom Brady and the Bucks. Because I just think that there's an eensy little cunt hair that this man turns it all around right in front of our eyes. Right after his bye week. Uh, One, I got Steelers. Two, I got Rams. Wait, wait. What <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, one, Chiefs. Two Eagles, three Vikings, four Bills, five Dolphins, six 49ers, seven Cowboys, eight Titans, nine Ravens, ten Jets, and number 11, rounding off the top 11, week 11, the New York football Giants. Still finding a way to be on my list every fucking week until the end of the year. <laughs> They're just going to slowly just like... Um... I kind of lost you there for a second. So we had the same one, two chiefs, Eagles. Yep. And then who'd you have Vikings bills? You went Vikings right there. Yep. After getting brutally blown out. Yeah. By the Cowboys who are a great team. They still beat the bills. They have to be above the bills. They're above the bills. They beat the bills. No, no, that's not how it works here. <laughs> um, I got yes. bills three. I think they, I mean, they stayed, didn't, didn't look good. Armor. It didn't they, look good. I think with their defense still a little unhealthy, once they get back up and going, I think they're going to be kicking on all cylinders. And do not sleep them out of this OBJ fucking thing. They're, out. they're out. Don't sleep them out of it. I already got sources. I can't confirm until the news is out. Yeah, you're going to say fucking Cowboys like the rest of the world. I'd say he goes back Giants just for the hell of it. Oh, uh, okay, so you have Vikings three. I have Bills three. And then I have Dolphins four. I have Dolphins five, Bills four, Dolphins five. Okay. Then I have 49ers, Cowboys, Vikings. 49ers, Cowboys, Titans for me. Titans are still up there. Um, They could have bumped up, but... I like the way they are in games at every all moments of the game. 
I just like them kind of being a little sleeper behind because I don't want to be too high on them because I don't like them really at all. I mean, I don't like Tannehill, even though he played a They're, good They are the AFC ver- version of the Giants, in my opinion. If they make playoffs, they'll get stomped by the first round. They'd lose. Yeah, I, I thought that last year, too. I mean, I didn't think that last year, but they were a one seed last year, and then they get they lose to the Bengals. So, but still, that's how I compare Titans Giants. Same, same, my opinion. I can see it. That's why I got them nine and ten. Boom, boom. And I had to round it off with the Bucks because um, I'm. This is a prediction pick right here. I don't think a Tom Brady team is gonna drop below like twelve, fifteen. I kept I keep seeing that that TikTok that's going around of that dude saying Tom Brady's gonna be eight and nine, win the division, host a playoff game, and win a Super Bowl. At eight I, mean, and nine. I definitely could see it. Rumors are coming out that Giselle was had been cheating on him for the past year. And you know that sucks. But the worst I mean, now everyone's saying he came back so he could feel some love. And it made me feel bad for the guy after he's won seven fucking rings. I mean, because everyone's people too, and that sucks definitely if he wasn't getting cheated on by his fucking former Brazilian supermodel wife. Yeah, makes more money than him. Yeah, that sucks. But um, still, I think they have a chance still. That team is still has a good roster at a bye week. Um, if we did 11 weeks last week, they might have been the number 11 team. So um, I'm just going to stick them in there. They might not have the prettiest record, but they lead that division, right? Yep. 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 They get themselves in the playoffs. I actually think they're tied with the Falcons right now. Mm, they might be tied with everybody. I don't know. That division isn't that good. Um, technically they're five and five. The Falcons are five and six, so they lead the division. Okay, so feel pretty good there. Um, yeah, I don't, I didn't hate either of our lists. Um, I just I dropped the Vikings heavy because I was already. I mean, I like them a lot, but a little part that was... of the back of my brain said every win they have is versus bad teams besides one and then i picked them this weekend because i thought they were the better team than the cowboys but i'm starting to smell the shit under the makeup you know (laughs) yeah i just i knew can you trust kirk cousins in the playoffs because every game feels like prime time in the playoffs i can i i'm one of the few Kirk Cousin fans. I think he's fucking good. No, I, I if you ask my dad, in 2012, the Washington Redskins at the time drafted... Oh, whoa, whoa. R words. At the time. I can say, I do have a card saying I can say that. Um, the, the Washington Redskins at the time drafted <sighs> a young Ten? young RG3 in the first round. But... That same draft, 2012, the fourth round, they drafted a young quarterback out of, what, Michigan State University? It's a Spartan. Yeah. Big Ten player of the year. 
fourth rounder gets drafted. RG3 ends up going through injuries. All of a sudden, Kirk Cousins is this fucking guy. And if you would have asked my dad in 2013 when the Chargers were struggling with the freaking Phillip Rivers week in and week out, I was pressing to trade for Kirk Cousins. Who would have known that Kirk Cousins ends up being a freaking G and has made a lot of money in his career, played some decent football at it while doing it. Um, but I just do not trust him in the playoffs. And the bright when the light shines the fucking brightest, Kirk Cousins looks the other way. Nah, 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 nah. You're wrong. Right, we'll see Thursday night coming up. The stats, the stats say that. Wait yeah, the numbers. The numbers do say that, but you're just wrong. If we're speaking numbers... He's not good when the light shines brightest. You're right. If we're speaking numbers, but we're not speaking numbers right now. Okay. This is just hard, hardcore facts. <laughs> Vikings will win against the Patriots. Bill Belichick. I just told all the fucking viewers and listeners to wait till pickums, and you just give I'm them giving them. Like I'm that? giving you an early. I'm giving you an early Thanksgiving. Uh, that that's not hungry. That's hungry not pick. Good. I'm uh, giving you a Thanksgiving turkey pick. Come on. Um. Anything My else that we missed? First annual. Over this um, weekend in the NFL, I don't think so. I think we got it. Titans beat the Packers. Packers stink. Joe Flacco is going to be starting quarterback. Take the Jets to the playoffs. Uh, 49ers oh, are see, dominant. Um, one thing before we get out of here, we had a couple injuries um, this week. Justin Fields dislocated his shoulder. And came back and still played. Nothing. He's fine. Yeah. Stud. Um, another news, Cal Pitts, torn MCL, done for the year. Um, Broncos cut, waved Melvin Gordon. Um, kind of weird. Didn't Hackett say Gordon was safe like three weeks ago? After Gordon was pissed off that he didn't I, game? I think he would look good in Chargers Uni, don't you think? I mean, you want me to head to the closet? <laughs> I think <laughs> give him a little redemption. I could go to the closet. Have you guys played the Broncos twice yet? No. <laughs> Perfect. I'm 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 liking what you're cooking up right here. Perfect. I'm just kidding. I don't want Melvin Gordon on my team. He's going to get signed by the Raiders actually. And oh, get another, that, another DUI. Definitely. definitely signed by the Raiders. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't know. Melvin Gordon still decent back in this league. Does have a fumbling problem still, but decent back. Yeah, Good luck. I mean, I would, I would take him if one of my guys went down. But I could see him going to uh, New England. Uh, why was that sitting on the top <laughs> of my head? Because they just love running backs. They just fix people. If you fumble, you sit that. Don't fumble, you can play. <laughs> I could see him going to the Chiefs. I mean, they've had a lot of running back problems, but they actually have Isaiah. What's his name? Pacheco. Pacheco. He's fucking good as fuck, too. Yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, it might just be that one zero. He's rocking <laughs> that ten. That scares me. It scared, it scared the fuck out of me so much. I mean, he was running the ball awesome. Like the same size too. Tyreek yeah. looks faster, but when you see that ten burst out, and you're like, oh fuck. 
Not again. Um, one last note that I want to bring up before we get out here, and I love the Ivor Shake listeners. Love you guys. Um, last note. Did you notice Kyler Murray has been injured since the new Call of Duty has dropped? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I didn't. Kyler Murray hasn't played a stab in football. That's just a coincidence. Since Warzone 2 came out, since COD, you know, talking shit. Hey, buddy, if I'm him, I am cranking that game. I'm just offline all day long. Um... Does Cliff Kingsbury have a job tomorrow? Yes. You think so? Yes. I'm over Cliff Kingsbury. That Cardinals team's good. Last year, that Cardinals team was good. What were they? 7-0 and last year? Yep. Yeah, they were good. Off to Started off great. Tyler Murray's MVP pick. Um, What does... Why, why did he even get that job in the first place? He lost his ass at Texas Tech after Patrick Mahomes left. Patrick Mahomes got on the job. Three years later? It was only one year later. It was one? Yeah, because they thought they were going to... Or it was maybe the same offseason because they thought the Cardinals were going to draft Patrick Mahomes because Cliff Kingsbury. And then they drafted Rosen. And then they drafted Kyler the next year. Uh, Rosen and uh, I just don't I don't remember who their coach was because I don't think he I don't think Cliff drafted Rosen. Cliff came in. Rosen had already one year, and they drafted another guy because he wanted his own guy. He got Kyler. Who was their coach then? Uh, they've had a couple. Hold on, I think I can find it fast. My my brain. I know someone. Oh, maybe not. Actually, my brain might not. I don't. I, my brain might not process it right. But Cliff, he lost his ass over at Texas Tech. He was a losing head coach. He got fired that year. <laughs> they hired he, like, he got a, like a promotion for being fired. You get fired from oh. college because he sucked, and the NFL was all. You know what? You look like a great coach. This motherfucker deleted. I think one of they say then was Freddie. Freddie something. He's a big fat dude. He, he was. He used to coach the Browns. Freddie. I want to say that was their old coach's name. Well, it was. Wasn't it? Can't fucking wasn't that for a while, man. Card. I don't know, man. I, I wasn't a Cardinals fan, so. So it was Kent Wisenhunt, and then oh Bruce Arians, right? And then who else? Steve Wilkes. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury was twenty nineteen. What year was Rosen drafted? Twenty eighteen. Uh, that I feel like. Yeah, probably makes sense. Steve yeah, Wilkes is there. Twenty eighteen, first round, tenth pick. He's only 25. Yeah, what team is he on right now? The Bucks, right? Um, Cleveland? <laughs> He's a Brown. Loser. 
Um, yeah, I feel bad for him. I mean, not everyone pans out in the NFL, and he had like a cocky mindset going in. He's a fucking Bruin. Wasn't he like studying to be like a neurosurgeon or something crazy and was like challenging his coach there like mentally and stuff like that? I don't know. I remember him being a problem coming out of the draft, and then it was one year later he was cut. So, um, okay, how high do you think or how big do you think Spencer Rattler's head is right now? Spencer Rattler after (laughs) five touchdowns. Six touchdowns and beat Tennessee. Six touchdowns beat Tennessee. Um, you have to be for him because Tennessee had so much hype, and his hype, Spencer Rattler's hype, was non-existent this season because, I mean, he didn't go to a big school. You tra- you transfer from Oklahoma to South Carolina, dog. The game you're going to be a gamecock. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, pan- it panned out for me at his night. Um, People are going to remember him now, his name again, Spencer Rattler. Wow, this is what we were looking for. Yeah, This could he- be a turning point for him, too. I've seen games like that happen when guys can clicks for them, finally, and then they just turn it on. I mean, shitty now because he only has two games, really, to turn it on for. Does he have another season of eligibility? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he won't he get drafted. To, he'd stay. He probably won't stay because he's just fucking. These are what kids do. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Transfer, 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 transfer. I mean, I don't think you want to stay because next year's class looks pretty nice, right? If I'm not mistaken, where quarterback class next next not this upcoming draft, but the next draft. Yeah, probably. I mean, this draft is still going to be pretty damn good at quarterback. This one's going to be nice. I think next one, though, is Caleb Williams and Bo Nix draft. No, Bo Nix should go this year. Yeah, you're right. He is. But Caleb Williams and, I don't know, there's a couple guys I'm forgetting. Uh, The the Ohio State dude, I think. CJ Stroud. No, he's this year. I think. I don't know. I don't know how many of them are juniors. you know, with all these kids getting the COVID year, they all got like an extra year. Everyone's 20 fucking five. Yeah. It's weird to me because these college kids are older than I am. Older than we are. Yeah. And in college still like, oh, my friends graduated from college years ago. Like I'd, I went to JUCO feels like forever ago. It hasn't been that long, but it still feels like. I don't know. I could have done two tours at this point in that long of time. Like, shout out our veterans. Yes, shout out vets. Um, all right, nothing wrong with being average. Love you guys. Deuces. We'll see you Thanksgiving for some picks. Adios.